We're going to summarize two Maimarim uh, today. This is Parshas Boy. The first Maimar, so it says that the, when talking about the Jewish people leaving Egypt, it says on that day, Yotzu called Tzivay Sashem Eretz Yisrael, that all the Tzivay Sashem, all the legions of Hashem left Egypt. Now, this word Tzivay's legions is basically the same word as Hashem's name twice. The Gemara says that uh, no one called Hashem twice until Chana did. And then uh, Hashem responds to her that you called me twice, your son, Shmuel, who will be a Navi, he'll prophesy about me in the name Tzvais. And then this continued throughout all the Nevi'im, and especially the last Nevi'im, Chagai Zacharim Malachi, they used the name Tzvais most. So we need to understand what does this name represent, and in general, what are names of Hashem represent, and what is special about the name Yudke Vavke, which is the Shem Am Yuchad. So in general, Hashem is, when we think about names, they're already a limitation. Every name describes Hashem in a certain way, and therefore Hashem himself is totally beyond all names. But when Hashem low, lowers himself, so to speak, to allow his uh, his uh, light to, to be um, sensed and be seen, revealed in a certain way, so there's a name for each way that Hashem can, so to speak, appear. And each of the names represents a different sphere. And like the the name represents the Kali, the vessel of that sphere in the highest world, the word of Atzillus, the word of closeness to Hashem. So we have Kel as the Kliya of Chesed, Elikim is the Kliya of Kavura, uh, Adna is the Kliya of Malchus, etc. Then we have the Shem Hamyuchad, the special name Shem Avaya, which is the not the vessel but the light of Hashem, Hashem's unlimited light as it comes into Atzilus and is then held in these Kalims. So therefore, Shem Avaya is the special name. But there's a, the name Tzvos is different from all other names. All other names are Hashem's uh, are the Kalim uh, in Atzilus, in the world of closest Hashem. Whereas the name Tzvos is in the world of Bria, the world of creation, where there's already separate existences. There's souls and there's angels. Whereas unlike in Atzilus, where there's only Hashem and and uh, there's no sense of independent self. Uh, so. Why do we have this name of uh, representing uh, Hashem, Hashem's light as it is manifest in Bria? Because, well, Moshe himself, he gives the Torah, which is from Shem Havai, it's from, uh, and from Atzilos in general, and Moshe, besides the Torah, instructed us to keep the Torah. It's all within Atzilos. And the Jewish people were able to take that. But then as generations went past, they weren't able to, they were no longer able to take that directly. It wouldn't speak to them. So therefore there needed to be Hashem's light as it comes into the low worlds into Bria as well. And therefore we have the name Tzvos, which is name uh, name of Hashem as it is in Bria, where there are multi- multiplicity of legions. There's not just Hashem, but there's all these other uh, beings, and then they all come together. They all come uh, to Hashem to to to, to be uh, one and all five before Hashem. And the the Nevi'im wanted to not just say their own words of rebuke, but they wanted it to be a prophecy from Hashem. They wanted it to, to call on, uh, call upon, and, and reveal on. Uh, about Hashem, but at the same time, Hashem, as the people were able to take in, and that's why they started using this name to us. But although they're using a name of Hashem from Bria, but it wasn't that uh, that uh, normally Bria, 
it might be nullified before Hashem, but it's still, it's like a separate being that decides to be nullified. It's not one. The Kalama of uh, Bri are not one one with Hashem. They appear to be separate they, and they declare their independence. Although they're still, they, of course, they, they serve Hashem, they respect Hashem, but they're still, they're independent beings who respect Hashem. Whereas the, what the name Tzvos accomplishes is that in Bria, it will still be one with Hashem. And this is like two things that are naturally two things, but nevertheless, they can come together. Like, for example, uh, you can have a concept and then the person learns that concept. So the concept exists without the one who studied it. But nevertheless, when the person studies it, he is then called a wise person, which means that the wisdom has become part of him or like a body and soul, two separate things. But then they come together and together they create the person. So in a similar way, we have the light of Hashem, the, which is uh, the light of Hashem is hinted in the name Yudke Bavke, and that becomes one with with Hash, with uh, the world of Bria, the beings of Bria, which are independent uh, beings, separate beings, and therefore we have Havaya Tzvois, the name Havaya together with Tzvois, because uh, uh, Bria now becomes one with Hashem, not just uh the bottle nullified before Hashem, but it actually to fuse together to become one before Hashem. And in order to have this, it, 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 this which doesn't really make sense, it's it's only through introducing a light of Kesser, a light of Sevev, uh, of uh, beyond worlds, and that can bring together opposites, Bria, together with Shemavaya, the world of creation where there is separate existence together with Shemavaya, where, which is the light of Hashem, and there's Hashem, and that's it. So this is uh, why uh, we have this name introduced now, because uh, the Jewish people left Egypt together with bringing uh, and ref- the refined sparks. They found lots of godliness hidden within the shells of materialism and concealment in Egypt, and they refined them and brought them out with them when they left Egypt. And therefore, the name Tzvos makes sense in a way because it's in the world of other, the world of Bria, where there is multiplicity and there's separation from Hashem. But they brought it to Hashem. They, although this this is uh, sparks that from this world, from the physical world, but they brought it to Hashem to such a degree that it's not that there was a separate name. There's only Shem Havaya. And the they are Tzvos ha. Shem, Tzivos Havaya, they are the legions of Hashem. It, the Tzivos is like a, a word connected to the next word uh, of Hashem because it, it's not something separate, it's it's part of Hashem and totally one with Hashem, even beyond Tzivos as it is, as the prophets uh, uh, use that name, which is uh, which is Bria. Here you don't even notice Bria, all you, all you notice is there's Hashem and that's it. And uh, the Jewish people uh, elevated even beyond the, these sparks, like it says, al that they elevated even beyond the Tzivos, uh, the, the legions, which came, which uh, uh, reminds us of the sparks, and they, they went even beyond that. That concludes this maima with uh, some explanation about na- what does it mean, a name of Hashem, name Hava- the name Havaya, the name Tzivos, and names in general. <clears throat> Next Maimer is based on the Pasuk in uh, the parish of Kadesh, in, uh, uh, which is one of the four parishes in the Tfilim from parish taken, the two of them are taken from Parshish Bay, Kadesh and Yaviacha. And the Pasuk says there that uh, remember that through the Tfilim you'll remember um, the, the uh, Yetzirah Hashem and 
Yitzias Mitzrayim, and and because and due to that, Lamanti Atzeres Hashem Beficha, in order that Hashem's Torah should be in our um, in our mouth. So, because Hashem took us out of Egypt with a strong hand. So, what's the connection between Yitzias Mitzrayim and therefore the Torah of Hashem should be in our mouth? Uh, to understand that, we also need to understand you know, why Hashem tells Moshe one thing and then Moshe elaborates and says a lot more. Hashem just told him, sanctify the firstborn uh, person and animal. And then Moshe gives a whole long speech about uh, Yetzirah Mitzrayim and about how you're going to come to the land of the Kanani and Hashem will give it over to you and eating matzah, tefillin, a whole lot of things before he, uh, he'll he get back to the point about um, about. Uh, the, the first holiness of the firstborn person and animal. And this happens often. So why does Moshe not repeat exactly what Hashem says? And another more general question, what's this idea that we're learning Torah day and night, our total focus, when a lot of it is not relevant? So the explanation is based on first discussing two types of love. There's the love, which is a natural love, like uh, people who are blood relatives, parent, child, Siblings, natural love. They always have that love, and it's it's mostly for the most part it's constant and it's not too excited. Then you have another love, which is karish bayesh, like a fire. That's a that's like a, a husband and wife who come together. That they're not blood relatives, but nevertheless they come together. And because it's not nature, it's not natural. They've just come together. It, it's more fiery, but on the other hand, it has its ups and downs. So now. Hashem coming to us is unnatural. We're here within this lowest physical world. Why should Hashem want specifically us? Yet, that's what Hashem wants. And although it takes its symptom, he has to conceal his light in order to be able to be manifest in the, and to connect us in a physical world. But that's what Hashem wants and that, that's what he does. Because of that's his desire, he does it, although it's unnatural. And when we think about that, how Hashem limits himself because he wants to connect us and he limits his Torah, in other words, he, the Torah is really unlimited and spiritual and godly, and then it's brought down to discuss this physical world. So uh, when we realize that, so then we should make the same, uh, now we can understand the meaning of the Pasuk that because uh, Hashem took us out of Egypt with a strong arm, therefore we should uh, have the word Torah in our mouth. What does it mean? That just like Hashem went against his nature, that the right arm is normally chesed, but still he used uh, Gevura's severity to bring the ten plagues on the Egyptians in order to save us out of love for us. So, so too, we can go against our nature that although we naturally were in a physical world and material beings would naturally enjoy other uh, things of this world to just have our total focus and desire and, and uh, all our whole being be uh, engrossed and, and, and striving for connection to Hashem and therefore wanting to learn Hashem's Torah at every moment. And uh, this is also why uh, Moshe had to say different words to Hashem because Hashem wants to come into this space of uh, uh, concealment and limitation. And therefore, uh, even if it takes limiting uh, Hashem's word to express it as it can be within our physical world, so that's worth it because that Hashem, out of his great love to us, he wants to be uh, with us in this uh, physical uh, world. And therefore, we respond in kind with this just 
full-on desire and passion for Hashem's Torah, and that's it.